listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fire burning inside my eyes. This the music that saved my life. Y'all be calling it hip hop. I be calling it hypnotized. Yeah, hypnotized. Trap my body but free my mind. What the fuck are you fighting for? Ain't nobody gonna win that war. My details be retail. Man, I got so much in store. Racism is still alive. Yellow tape and colored lines fuck that nigga look at that line it's so diverse they getting off work and they want to see kendrick everybody can't drive benzes and i've been there so i'm making my business and giving my full attention tin hut man i gotta get my wind up man i gotta get right with god because i got my sins up Ooh, matter of fact don't mistake me for no fucking rapper they sit backstage and hide behind the fucking cameras i mosh pick had a microphone and i tossed it had a brain then i lost it i'm out of my mind so don't you please don't mind how much the cost is hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Aaron. and we're live on a uh monday mm-hmm. a very special monday um because i get to be with you that's right buddy yay uh we're gonna do some podcasting you can find us on um itunes stitchers leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by uh just go to the live show okay the blackout com slash live 2018 right there on our website buy you some tickets okay we appreciate the help uh hopefully we can sell this piece of uh of historic art out okay we can uh get on the stage and yes. we in the see same a, place as the lion king yeah i want to see a sea of hundreds of faces me too i'll just stand back at us smiling ready to laugh and then i'll be ready to uh do the show so um yeah we're looking forward to that so live 2018 charlotte north carolina um blumenthal theater for performing arts uh every time i say that i'm still kind of like nigga uh but right. <laughs> we're gonna be in there saying nigga it's gonna be funny Come i out don't know they think i don't know if they was sure what they signed up for yeah they don't know us but it's all right uh to come to this one we may never get to do it in the place this nice again they mm-hmm. might they might be like sir you violated all the rules all uh, the rules we had a we had a we we didn't think we would have to tell you not to say nigga 37 times but uh now that we know uh you can never come back they're so, gonna have to do it like they did uh grand theft auto they're gonna take out the niggas yeah september 20th charlotte north carolina we hope to see you um all right all kinds of stuff is going on um uh i don't even know where to start um actually you know i do know where to start uh karen uh you came home today and i was tired i was laying down taking a nap Mm -hmm. and i said i was gonna cook and i said if we start the show by 5 30 i should be able to cook tonight yes and i slept till six by accident but uh i still was planning on cooking oh okay but i woke up and karen was already banging around pots and pans and making food uh even after you got off work and worked all day today uh super hard and stuff and i just want you to know i appreciate you oh no problem i asked you didn't have to do that no i asked because it's one of those things but i know you prepare but i know you're doing a lot of different things and i know after the show you actually you know i don't want to say chopping and screwing but you know you putting everything together in the background downloads rss feed and i'm not doing none of that so um i actually uh for those you most y'all know i got an instapot that's like the best thing ever and we do um hello fresh and some of the hello fresh meals i uh revamp them to instapot meals yeah so anyway i wanted to thank you for that but you're always doing stuff like that around here um and i got you something that's what i'm here for Mm mm-hmm well yeah go ahead open it up 
<laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I actually, uh, went to go pick that up and, um. Nigga! For real? Yes, for real. Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, Baychella, uh, hoodie. Um, I went to go pick that up at the, um, at the apartment office, you know, where they get our packages. Yes. And, uh, the black girl was working in there and she seen the, uh, on one side it says Baychella, and she was like, is this a Baychella Hilly? And I was like, it, it is, it might be. And she was like, oh my God, you are so cool. <laughs> Cause I, I know she Thank knows you. you, so she, she knew it was for you, so you're welcome. I've been wanting one of these since I seen her in it. Well, I bought it. Um, I bought it the night that they did the performance or whatever. But they were like, "You buy your shit, and they will mail it out to you like a couple months later." And I was like, "Let me just do it now for some shit gets sold out, um, and then we don't even end up getting it." So, um, thank yeah. you. No, thank you for all the stuff you do around here. Honestly, like, they ain't gonna know what to do with me. They better be glad it's too hot to put it on. But shit, I'll <laughs> take it and, and hold on to it because I'm always cold. So shit, I'll be in the restaurant wrapped up in it. Yeah, so I know you always be cold, so I thought you might, um, instead of having to always wear your sweater out, you can wear that or something, you know? Yes! Thank you! No problem. Love you. I love you too. Alright, let's do some news. Um, I don't know if you heard, but IHOP changed his name today to IHOB, which means the International House of bloods that's right they stopped tripping <laughs> they are down they no longer pyru nah nah they um it started all types of trouble honey i seen the jokes and other companies was going at them and shit you don't even spe- you don't specialize in burgers yes it's international house of burgers um and um it was funny because uh burger king put out something that said pancake king for their logo yes pancake king wendy's now that it's so they should have never gave these uh fast food chains social media accounts because whoever is running them be feisty yeah like i think so secretly niggas be running them accounts I I, something is up just running them accounts yeah something is up because like wendy's and <laughs> wendy's be on fleek wendy's a little too off the chain you know some of the other ones not that good with social media right. but i hop actually is one of the savvy ones uh people be shitting on i hop but yeah um they changed the name to IHOP for International House of Burgers, and they were they had like a big rollout the Today host and stuff while holding burgers, uh, taking pictures with them. Which I'm like, y'all ain't never gonna take a bite of them burgers. Stop lying. Right. And I remember what was it yesterday? The day before yesterday, we were riding and we seen like a billboard. I think it was Saturday. We was yeah, home. I pointed out that billboard. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, that's real. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, they really doing this? It was just like, I hop, see what it is, uh, June 11th. I was like, what are they, and I said, and I told you then, I said, I think it's House of Breakfast. You know? That, that like, never funny. That would actually make most sense, but you don't specialize in burgers, and you are not known for your high class burgers. You know what bothers me the most though? Besides, I don't really care about the burger thing. None of the burgers were pancakes with buns. Oh, like smart why didn't you make a burger with pancakes for buns like that's such a layup it's the if you're gonna be ihop and you make burgers why wouldn't one of the burgers have pancake bun like throw an egg on that bitch 
give you some syrup dipping sauce yeah they already do for french toast i mean get come on man and people were like well mcdonald's are gonna sue them for mcgriddles first of all that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my fucking life that's like saying uh burger king gonna sue mcdonald's for having a quarter pounder nigga you can sell shit that's similar it's not like nobody invented the fucking burger but the pancake bun would have been some different shit not to mention um the mcgriddle ain't like got a quarter pound on the shit <laughs> It's got sausage, <laughs> bacon, and egg and shit. And that thing is small. Yeah, like they could have, they really missed the opportunity to take like, I don't know, silver dollar size pancakes and turn them into fucking buns. I can't, like, I would honestly, if I worked at IHOP and I they rolled this out and I was CEO and I saw they never put the pancake burger on the menu, I, I would actually fire everyone. Right, right, right. You're going to come out with this. Let's do it all. And somebody made a good point. I would actually go to the Pancake King, too. I bet you Pancake King shit probably be flames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, I don't think much of this is going to change the stuff that's on the menu. Right. You know, but uh, I almost went to IHOP for lunch and was going to take a picture eating a burger, but I decided against it because I was like, oh, you know, these niggas and, is getting too emotional on social media about a little bit of change to a menu. And, and the funny part about it is that uh, they probably already planned for it, but uh, these, these them signs ain't going to change overnight everybody got to still got to pee like how serious are they is it gonna change or not like i like i know it's like they want to go viral it's a I'm, i guess it's mostly a gimmick but like are they taking this shit for real or are they not you know like they wasted the obert uh i guess opportunity uh to because they was changing all they peas to bees in their social media feed today i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like y'all really uh wasted uh, a, a huge possibility of making us a sandwich <laughs> made out of made out of pancakes and they didn't do it so they sure didn't uh i, I said you gonna come in they're gonna be like you beaut and you thick uh <laughs> they gonna be like the blood on insecure oh man anyway man welcome to ihob um and and for the record the pictures of the burgers the burgers look good to me like everybody was shitting on it like these burgers gonna be terrible who eats a burger at ihop and i'm like yeah so i gotta raise my hand uh when you work there people do order. you will eventually do end up um going time. through all the menus and at some point you get sick and tired of like omelets and eggs and and crates yeah and- so then you you work your way over to the other side of the menu and it's not as bad as you think burgers ain't that bad got some big old fries like it's good you know it's just yeah for your for you just your never think about standard, it right yeah you just well you just never think about it it's, it's good as like a ruby tuesday burger or yeah some chilies or some shit like you get a burger from chilies and you never be like my god you disgust me like you just be like yeah it's a burger you know yeah a lot of people go there they don't want breakfast right that's what it is so but anyway it was worth the jokes so i didn't care yeah, the jokes was good um eminem is drawing criticism from for using realistic gunshot sounds at bonnaroo shout out to my girl janelle jane she out there at bonnaroo oh what is the bonnaroo it's a concert um like conference thing like festival okay uh where they have different bands go i think they have comedians perform and i, I don't know if, i'm assuming janelle's out there because she's performing because she said she was getting go-karted around from place to place and when we get back, we're going to be dealing with a go-kart bitch from now on. So <laughs> yes, go-kart! Everybody better step up and be prepared. She's not the same. Um, but yeah, Eminem is drawing criticism from festival goers who are fighting and upset over the rapper's use of a sound, sound effects that to some fans resemble gunshots during his headline performance at Bonnaroo Saturday. 
uh many fans screamed and ducked as a series of loud blasts rang out through the crowd during eminem's performance of kill you from his 2000 album the marshall mathers lp the nervous reactions arrived at a time when concert goes on edge following the deadly mass shootings at last year's route 91 country musical festival in las vegas um and then i th- i guess this is a they have a twitter video of it uh eight seconds of of the oh now according to eminem he's like i did not do that uh we didn't use those sound effects uh his spokesman said but contrary to inaccurate reports eminem does not use gunshot sound effects during his live show the effects used by eminem on the set of bottom rule was a pyrotechnic concussion which creates a loud boom he has used this effect as have hundreds of other artists in the live show for over 10 years including previous u.s festival dates without complaint um yeah because i was like i remember that song and i don't remember any gunshots like in the song itself well here's the thing i mean they're getting off on the technicality they definitely wanted you to feel like it's a gunshot uh if you were in the audience right but i don't blame him i don't blame the top power technique people i don't i I blame the fact that we have no gun control in this fucking country and that the reality of being shot while just attending a concert is so vivid and so real for people they can't even enjoy a media presentation of a song literally about i'ma kill you and it ends with a gunshot for dramatic effect without going oh my god someone's really trying to kill us in the audience right now that's not eminem's fault the world has changed since 1990 or whenever he put this fucking song out yes like if, if motherfuckers weren't going around killing people at concerts for real if there weren't so many mass shootings people wouldn't and, have thought twice about it nobody yeah you just like oh it was a shocking moment but we all you know we knew it was that we immediately start clapping because it's the end of the song you know um so yeah it's, it's just kind of interesting that um we've come so far that people are like i think we have to take i think you need to take this out stuff out of your music even if your song is about killing somebody because because i might be getting shot at and i don't know um supreme court gives ohio the right to purge thousands of voters from its roles in a five to four ruling mm-hmm. yep. yep uh the u.s supreme court gave ohio a victory monday in a fight over the state's method for removing people from its voter rolls to practice a practice civil rights groups say discourages minority turnout because a lot of people only vote in every four years in the um general election correct and what they're trying to do is make it so that if you haven't if you haven't voted uh in what they consider to be enough time they get to purge you from the voter rolls um it says uh professor rick hansen an election expert uh law expert at university of california irvine predicted that that a win for ohio would escalate voting wars between political parties you'll see more red states making it easier to drop people from voter registration rolls he said all states have procedures for removing uh from their registration list the names of people who have moved and therefore are no longer eligible to vote in a given precinct the issue before the supreme court was whether a voter's decision to sit out a certain number of elections could be the trigger for that effort justice samuel alito who wrote the majority opinion said the court's job was not to decide whether ohio supplemental process is the ideal method for keeping its voter rolls up to date the only question before us is whether it violates federal law and it does not 
ohio election officials send notices to anyone who fails to cast a ballot during a two-year period people who do not respond and don't vote over the next four years including uh in two more federal elections are dropped from the list of registered voters yeah so y'all trying to get rid of people basically because like they said they know most people vote every four years most people don't vote in a little small elections most people don't even a lot of people don't even vote for the mayor senator congressman dog catcher most people don't vote for that shit a federal court appeal uh appeals court uh ruled against the state in that situation when they did that uh concluding that roughly 7500 voters in, in ohio a state that's perennially a presidential background were wrongfully purged uh in the 2016 election um so i guess if you are purged you just can't vote you have, i don't know do you petition for your right to vote again right. how does that do work reapply like every time we move i always just re-register to vote again at the new address yeah um hmm and i never do they just they just do it automatically like i go oh. up there and they already know like this is your address this like they like they do keep up with this shit but it's just interesting that you know if you in, in this state apparently in ohio um if you don't actually go out and vote you basically lose the right to vote um right and they know that most of the general populace and my thing is this and what really makes me angry if you want people to vote like like they really don't want people to vote as much as people know you they don't want you to vote because what they did is certain elections like particularly when the president would actually be a fucking federal holiday people would have the day off work they would allow you to go vote on that day they don't give a fuck most people can't take the time off work a lot of people they hours won't allow them to go early that morning and go late on that night like i said and i guess for me because i could say I don't want to say that's my fear because I I I don't ever want to be washed off of the registration to vote, so I just re-register. Even though, like you said, here in North Carolina, I haven't had that problem, but I just make yeah, it my I, own I thing just, to do that. Yeah, I find it interesting. It's all because I've never done that, and they always keep up with it, so they're capable of keeping up with it. If they want, like to. they can use your driver's license, your mailing address, a bunch of shit to make sure that you know. Like, and if I go online and go, like even when we moved the first time, I go online and I go, hey put look for my name where do i go vote and they have it in there like here you go go vote at this location and it'll be the closest one to our house so um but what i what i find interesting it's always a republican-led effort to keep people not voting come on and they're doing it any way possible and it's i just it's, it's a logical fallacy to me that when i meet people that you know white people don't want to vote i really don't give a fuck about them um but people have it did not take long for black people in this country and i guess it's a privilege i guess at some point to adjust to the right to vote in a way that basically makes it seem like it doesn't matter that people die for people to vote it doesn't matter that like if you bring it up you're the asshole to say like people die for my right to vote and i'm gonna use it and it's like wow you try to guilt me into voting or something i'm like no it's it's a fact people literally did give their lives for the right to vote for black people like it's not a it's not some arbitrary thing that i'm saying i'm not making this shit up yeah they knew that there was a possibility they would die in these southern states and mississippi and shit to give people the right to vote and they and they they did die some of them did die people were beaten and shit and i i you know it's an emotional thing for me uh and i'm not ashamed of that you know i think you know the logical part just says i also you should vote just because it's uh 
one of the few tools we have that we know can actually work but in general like you know people will admonish folks for being like as a black person feeling some sort of like being beholden to your ancestors and to the people that gave their lives for the right to vote but even if you weren't gonna reach that far back and it's not an emotional thing um it's kind of weird that we know that republicans are actively trying to make sure black people specifically don't vote and there's still black people kind of aiding and abetting them like yeah don't vote or it don't matter to me it's all the same or you know nothing's good enough for me so i just stay home like they want me to it's it's weird that we've gotten there and now we have a country where the supreme court because people didn't go out vote in 2016 not enough voted um for their own interests we now have a supreme court that literally does encourage states to they won't get in the way of people saying we can't vote like you had the voter right act voting rights act get struck down um in the last 10 years and now you have this like it's a hostile environment i mean what's gonna happen next they're gonna be able to start putting people at the polls intimidate us again like come on they're gonna start making people take uh, literacy tests and all that bullshit again right I, i have no idea what the fuck is happening but this idea of you don't use your right to vote you lose it and i mean it's just i don't know it's just wild to see this happen in my lifetime what 40 years after we had you know 50 years after we had civil rights protest and and stuff for the right to vote it's like people have already kind of taken it as a given and decided well it doesn't help anything because my thing is this i think that once you become the age of 18 you should automatically be registered to vote in your state period you just you shouldn't have to do anything you should pop up in the system and somebody say okay based on you know whatever information that i have you're 18 you're in our system but you Mm -hmm. don't do that so since you don't do that people that actually register to vote you're trying to watch the people that actually say they want to register to vote what i'm thinking is going to be next is um they're going to start putting up stuff to intimidate brown people like latinx people mexican Mm -hmm. people that 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 are coming that are legal citizens that have the right to vote they're gonna start doing shit questioning their citizenship and making it seem like we're gonna try to find a way to make sure you can't vote or you know you're gonna risk some type of background check or something like i think that republicans have no fucking floor they have no floor they'll do anything to make sure you can't vote and this is why it's so important to exercise the right to vote um you know because of shit like this this was on the ballot like i can't you know net neutrality today also died right this shit was on the ballot you know you can't wait till you're fucking um you know all your bills are going up and be like i can't believe they doing this i cut the coward for netflix and now my net you know now my um with my netflix and my hulu and shit it costs as much as getting cable anyway yeah yeah because you gave them the right to fuck you you know you didn't think it mattered you didn't think it was important now you're fucked not to mention most of us get our news and information via the internet now correct you know like it's just it's just wild um and nobody and with net neutrality nobody truly knows what the fuck it's gonna turn into and that's the scary fucking part that's what makes me nervous nobody's gonna know what rules they're gonna put in place what regulations they're gonna put in place what they're gonna cut what they're gonna slash how much more you're going to have to pay nobody knows almost like a fucking wait and see speaking of uh voting the dnc panel adopt a rule requiring candidates to run and serve as a democrat yeah um 
this shit should have been having right fuck bernie right i mean and also though the rnc should have some shit like this too like correct it's, i mean honestly both parties have fought to gain the inroads and the, the amount of voters that they have and the issues that those voters have no independent should be able to come in and usurp a party that was a, a horrible misstep in 2016 uh for that party i think it's in part why they lost yeah i mean we literally have covered on this show people that went from bernie to donald trump because as far as they were concerned it was just about anybody but hillary um those people should never be a part of your, if they're not even willing to consider voting for whoever wins the um the nomination why the fuck are they over here you know it's like those places that have open primaries but they only want to open where you want them you know like it's it's kind of it, it can be ridiculous because people can come in and sabotage your own shit and you're not actually getting a voice of the people in your party that have done the work for your party right and then people act like something's wrong with you when you be like this person isn't a part of the party whoa whoa but they're fucking not a part of the party they don't contribute they don't do nothing they do their own thing and then when it's time to vote they run on they run off the, our backs but then won't give or support none of the candidates yeah they uh like bernie runs on his issues but you know one of the reasons that uh hillary was able to um win in addition to just being more popular than this nigga um but one of the reasons she's she won and she was so supported she supported down ballot people like she understood the responsibility of if i'm running that means i have to take care with the money from our campaign everybody i don't just get to be like it's it's my money my votes my shit fuck everybody if i no matter how i get the money uh it has to go to everybody because we need to make a surge as a democratic party we need local people in it winning their elections we need um you know i need to be endorsing candidates that have a chance to win in some of these hard won states these hard fall states you don't get that from a guy who's like i'm not one of y'all i do what i want to when i want to right and so if even if bernie would have won it was still gonna be a red uh country it was still gonna be um you know him trying to basically do uh um presidential decrees from on high to make the country do whatever and honestly after the way we seen how obama was treated and the way his executive orders were considered to be so blasphemous they weren't going to do anything different with bernie they weren't going to listen to him and be like well we'll we'll obey his executive orders like nah that's actually not how our country's not meant to be dictated or uh run like a kingdom like like the reason that uh trump is able to get so many of his initiatives through it's not because he can just decree it it's because no one will stand in his way because our country has elected a bunch of bigots who agree with him they might not be as silly and stupid enough to come out and say it the way he says it but they agree. but you think yeah you think paul ryan don't agree with most of the things out of his mouth he does right you know mitch uh mcconnell those people agree with that dude so he met john mccain even right the most vocal quote-unquote republican person that disagrees literally agrees with that dude on everything else so like like this is a this is going down by design this isn't oh look at him coming in dictating this to everybody no this is what republicans have secretly wanted for years he's just the only one that is foolhardy enough to put his name on the negative bigoted things that that he wants to pass 
but they don't want those uh brown people in our country they don't want muslims in our country they don't want black people doing well they don't like they want women's to have women to have rights yeah they like they 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 think people that come from countries in africa are shithole countries they think the same things as him they just would never say this and that's why his shit is passing that's why because no one can challenge it no one will go veto that shit no fuck you like everybody's kind of like well yeah we kind of do want that you know and there's not and not enough people thought it was important to put democrats in charge of their states or god forbid the presidency um to mitigate any of this so it's just being run and rush shot and honestly depending on what these um primaries and these um these uh midterms do might be two more years of this at least if not eight if not six right it hasn't even been two years of trump Oh, I feel like it's fucking forever. Hasn't even been two years. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, they, they, DNC basically gearing up for 20, uh, 20 was like, you can't, you run. can't just come in and use our shit. You can't use our resources. You can't use our money. You can't use our platform. No, and I don't blame them. This was a smack in the face to, for him. Go, no, we're not going to have you tie us up, run too long just a bunch of bullshit you went i stay i in fact this will actually cause other parties to pop up and do fucking something the green party independent party start your own party and do some shit yeah not to mention i mean to run on the animosity towards your party within your party is some high key divisive shit that is you're never gonna win because it's not gonna be enough animosity to float you to a win but more importantly you will hurt the party like you will uh hurt the chances of the party to win in general like that's that's pretty like you can do one like you can run and be like i don't like my opponent but you can't run and be like fuck this whole party i'm putting my feet on the couch you're going to lose because even if you if that candidate were to win they will have burned so many bridges to win you're gonna have people that's like i can't support you dog you're not one of us we didn't vote for this you know so it was just gonna be hard either way um but you know you know hopefully this time he won't be able to declare democrat and then undeclare democrat the second that he loses right drops out the race that's such bullshit like it's it's one of the reasons that so many of his uh bills and shit never pass is because he's not capable of of bridging um of bridging some sort of um cooperation within the party because he he's a he's a he's out for himself at all times right uh cattle speaking of voting and important how important it is catalan village women vote for topless bathing after a fight at the pool okay mm-hmm. women in the village near barcelona have voted to go topless in public swimming pools scrapping a local ban the vote in la amatala wait la amatella amatella oh no there's no ella no no good there we go it's french uh there we go uh went 61 percent for topless bathing 39 percent against who are the hating ass motherfuckers that went against they don't like titties the catalyst local authority organized the vote whose result is legally binding uh for women age 16 and above and 379 people took part in the vote women pressed for the vote after the police turned up at one of the pools last summer and ordered two women to put on bikini tops a lifeguard had reported them to police oh what a snitch ma'am ma'am put your titties away no running on by the pool 
um they're like well we're past the law to say we can't fuck y'all mm-hmm. the case prompting an original protest by villagers supporting the women bathers went, women and men went to the pool wearing bikini tops on which they had drawn nipples <laughs> <laughs> the village has eight thousand inhabitants <laughs> yeah it's 22 miles north of barcelona yeah and that's funny that's why voting matters guys we were just that's telling why y'all vote matters because every vote because titties matter right those titties would still be in cages if it wasn't yeah. for do you know how many women would actually go braless and topless if they were really allowed to a lot probably fuck a bra mm-hmm. um let's see um uh, how about this one a salmonella outbreak has been linked to pre-cut melon first they came for the romaine lettuce and i said nothing wow and now they hit me right where i live watermelon season down here mm-hmm mm-hmm watermelon off the back of the trucks the eight states have been affected georgia illinois indiana kentucky michigan missouri north carolina and ohio mm-hmm 60 people were infected by the outbreak and 31 were hospitalized oh, damn shit. Uh, no deaths have been reported most of the ill people told officials they had eaten pre-cut cantaloupe watermelon or fruit salad mix with melon they had purchased from grocery stores the outbreak is limited is linked to indianapolis based kaito foods llc it recalled fresh cut watermelon honeydew melon cantaloupe and fresh cut medley products from its at, at its facility well i guess buying the watermelon off the back of the ford tough truck is where where it, where it is the cdc said the recall products were sold in clear plastic containers at costco jc kroger payless pay payless shoes who bought watermelon at payless shoes and why is uh watermelon served in plastic containers let me get some jordash basketball shoes and uh one of them pre-cut melons please Mm-mm. not mm. buying no watermelon for payless can i get some hoops and some cantaloupe Mm-mm. uh you know that you so motto much. is like you could pay more but why so why are you buying watermelon <laughs> uh owens sprouts trader joe's what i thought y'all was supposed to be fake uh fancy i know mm, this would never happen at uh whole check Mm-mm. actually walgreens walmart i mean come on you get what you pay for and whole foods slash amazon so actually it did happen at whole foods mm. mm-hmm do not eat recall products check your fridge and freezer for them and throw them away or return them to the place of purchase for refunds the cdc warned customers so if y'all got some melon and i know if you listen to this show you you might have some melon in your fridge if you know what i'm saying it's that for it's that time of the year you might want to take it back for a refund guys watermelon cantaloupe you name it Mm-hmm. um let's see what else is happening that i feel like talking about um laugh act no let's just go to the next section let's go to uh <laughs> let's just go to the next section no nah, i mean it's just we, i'm gonna save some of these articles for later in the week okay i don't, don't want to burn through them all today um let's do some uh fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people 
that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us now um a racist missouri waitress was fired after a nigger hunting video oh i guess she'll be hunting for a new job a jefferson county woman filmed in one of the most racist redneck missouri scenes imaginable was fired from her south county waitressing gig today after the video went viral uh in a clip 20 year old tabitha tabit duncan uh with a Michelo ultra in hand rides atop a truck as it rambles down a road in the dark is pretty standard small town idiocy until a mostly off-camera narrator starts in with some jarring racism let me see if i can hear this they had a narrator the production value hey so we going nigger hunting today or what fuck you nigger hunting right now huh you get them nigger look at my soon-to-be sister-in-law oh wow Wow, you put her dead on blast but uh put her, put her right on camera i mean it's definitely her um and she look her makeup make her look like a clown this is ridiculous um but uh yeah they're going nigger hunting in the video mm-hmm. which uh yeah people really do do that yeah look at my soon-to-be sister-in-law also my cousin and actual sister my aunt um yeah so they say they're so we're going nigger hunting today or what or what i mean what happened to or what y'all could y'all not just go check a movie out or another idiot in the baseball cap says we're going nigger hunting narrator we're going fucking nigger hunting right now huh and then duncan chimes in you get them niggers see that's that's how these white queens be supporting their men okay why can't our sisters support the black kings like this okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see how she just <laughs> jumped right in line of the patriarchy mm-hmm. uh you think when she gives a black table uh she's able to um you know mm-hmm. treat them the same the same ideas that she treats white tables mm-hmm. they should be working at southbound she probably is we does. come in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't be serving them niggers yeah i don't know why racist people they should have never gave racist people snapchat it ain't doing nothing but leading the unemployment rate i don't know what's wrong with them they i don't know snapchat is the devil to them because they'll just do shit and just inspect nobody and imagine the shit that goes unseen because i guarantee you a lot of shit they do goes unseen so a lot of them are shocked when people when it goes viral well also there's just nothing you can put on a fucking internet that that's not gonna get you get out correct something this stupid you go nigger there's a lot of terribleness of the 15 second snapchat horrifying enough that someone snatched the video and unleashed it on facebook social media slews quickly identified duncan as a waitress at social bar and grill and they give the address and the phone number that led to a pretty energetic social media campaign to fire duncan social a social a restaurant based in south oh restaurant so it's like uh hooters uh had previously featured duncan prominently in a number of his social media posts shortly before the lunch the bar pulled down a facebook post and issued a statement announcing that she had been canned 
social bar and grill and its owners have recently become aware of a vow discussing an offensive video made by one of its employees upon learning of this social bar and grill immediately terminated this employee as soon as they could reach her the incendiary comments made by this employee absolutely does not reflect i just just once i want to uh one of the companies to be like actually their views do kind of reflect what we about here at ihop we uh mm-hmm. we don't we we like nigger hunting to be quite honest with you right uh we just they won't tell y'all she just publicly you know let it out and i wonder what is we as soon as we got in touch with her immediately that mean when she showed up for a shift well they put an exclamation mark so i'm i'm assuming soon as she answered the phone ah uh you know it's funny too though it's like if this happened at denny's they'd be like uh the next nigger hunt brought to you by denny's come on come on down. <laughs> let it be waffle house get you get you an all-star breakfast while you go nigger hunting <laughs> don't you uh, don't don't you go hunting on an empty stomach Mm-mm. yeah don't they call it a, a slam breakfast or some mm-hmm. shit like that get grand you a slam. grand slam breakfast while you slam them niggers head to the ground <laughs> We're gonna leave niggas scattered, chunked, covered. Come on! Smother, <laughs> do whatever you want to do to them. Come down to Waffle House, nigger hunt 2018. Come on. I know, we'll even give you an extra waffle with a two for one nigger <laughs> catch. Uh, and then, uh, the U.S. Air Force, I guess, put out a statement. Why did they put out a statement? Oh, she's a reserve airman? Or is he a reserve airman? What? yeah so duncan's personal facebook previously included some pro trump memes hmm. uh anyone surprised Mm-mm. i mean i who could have possibly seen this one coming you thought you telling me she is pro trump but if you don't get out of here i don't believe it i need to see the, i need to see the post for myself can i just i can't possibly uh i can't possibly buy this oh it's storming outside i know right i'm about to say what they got them bullets out there bitch i'm gonna kill you <laughs> no. god listening to him and them right now uh but not nah, um th- then it said also she had a meme that demeaned nfl players for kneeling during the national anthem no shit but i'm sure she tell you if you argue with her on social media on her page i don't have a racist bone in my body body right nobody apparently nowadays nobody's racist it's not racist at all guys okay i just disagree with them kneeling because i think you should respect the flag also nigger hunting all right kind of interesting that those go hand in hand kind of interesting it's just kind of i mean you know it's just a very interesting way that the, the racist person just happened to hate uh you know the flag and love trump come on i i don't understand why is that why is that gotta be a thing wow hmm anyway so uh she shut down her page after she posted it um the um she shared a quotation about everyone making mistakes that's a mistake i guess i don't make mistakes i guess that's what we finding out the quotation which mm. apparently originated on a different page reads everyone makes mistakes in life but that doesn't mean they have to pay for them the rest of their life slash sometimes good people make bad choices it doesn't mean they are bad mm. nina would be so pissed at the random commons com, uh, com, uh, commas in this fucking statement and the slashes and shit what's happening with what that is, what is what is what are you doing ma'am 
by the way i don't know why the air force made a um statement she must be a reserve airman that's what they were saying she is okay she made racially insensitive comments we're looking into the matter we appreciate this being brought to our attention the u.s air force values diversity and inclusion our airmen come together to produce a incredible team that kills a bunch of brown people overseas but not here mm-hmm. uh you ask the people that served look we're supposed to kill the other type of niggers okay not the not and, the, we, and we treat the ones we the ones that are here badly sometimes too. right not the domestic ones come on now uh zero to 100 can hurt oh 100 i guess you couldn't lose that 313 an hour i give it uh yeah i give it 100 as well uh an officer says a black woman who's a uh, lawmaker who was just going to work uh stopped her he said no why because you don't look like a legislator what the fuck does Lestray look like not not a black woman not a 13 year old black woman apparently state representative amelia sykes is that why he said it? he said psych you ain't no uh legislator get out of here was working to, was walking to work in the ohio state house last year with a fellow lawmaker when she was stopped by security officers needed to search her bag she was told sykes is serving her third year as a democratic state representative from akron who uh she is also a 32 year old black woman her colleague who was not searched is a 65 year old white man who has served the legislator for many years sykes said she questioned why her bag needed to be searched when that was a protocol lawmakers only need a badge to gain access to the state house or the nearby rife center which houses many lawmaker offices her colleague told the trooper sykes was a member of the ohio house she was told you don't look like a legislator the trooper then clarified you look too young well you know black dog crack so i mean i could see that you know uh on wednesday sykes had trouble getting into the rife center for a meeting she flashed a badge for security there security said they couldn't see the badge she flipped it around they still couldn't see it she was stopped the officers examined the badge sykes recalls the next day in both scenarios she eventually was able to get into the building and go to work but not every lawmaker faces the same scrutiny she said well i guess the badge thing i mean maybe she looked too young to have a badge too is that why couldn't y'all read her badge yeah, and you be wrong for showing your ass because you're just trying to get to work and it's that very insidious form i don't know that it's racist if i told somebody the story they could give me 15 explanations for why it's not racist everybody because else- they didn't come out call me a nigger they didn't say all i noticed was every other white person got in all i noticed was uh i had the same credentials they shouldn't have checked my bag it happened to me twice on different days they couldn't read my badge for some fucking reason but if i were to say i think this is because i'm black well now i'm being a victim yeah i am playing the black card the race card right that's how they get you uh sykes said she initially reported her concerns to then speaker cliff rosenberger and the house sergeant at arms rosenberg who is under investigation by the fbi resigned last month what the fuck that's some bad luck for her he's like oh i I would help you dog but uh did you see any police out there on your way in (laughs) they might be coming to get me can i have your badge is there any men in suits i might need you to sneak me out the back to be honest with you uh but i got you though i'm gonna raise this concern first thing in the morning um when i uh come back uh when i'm never coming back i'm never coming back um but yeah that nigga was uh he was in trouble um on thursday house spokesman brad miller said the interim speaker would follow up with sykes and the ohio department of administrative services which oversees rife center security the incidents would be taken very seriously 
the Ohio State. How I mean, how they just go go up, sir? Did you do it, officer? Did you do it because she's black? No, she just looked very young, and I couldn't read the badge the next day. Well, open the shut case. We took it very seriously. The end. The Ohio. Oh, that should be fucking fired. The Ohio State Highway Patrol, which oversees state house security, scheduled a meeting with her on Friday. Uh, the Ohio Department of Administrative Services was not scheduled to join the meeting. Sykes is not alone. In another incident, Representative Alicia Reese said she once forgot her badge in her office and aid ran, ran the badge down to her, but security still questioned whether the badge belonged to Reese, even though her photo was on it. Yeah, most of the time they do have their photo and their name and everything else attached with it. Maybe it's one of those picture day school photo cameras. You know how it don't it make all black people look like shadows? Maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe they need to update their photo technology in the uh in Congress. Um Reese, who has been a legislator since 2010, previously led Ohio Black Legislative Caucus, said the goal of increasing security in the government buildings was to keep people safe, not to lock out state lawmakers. Well, how are we going to keep them safe if we just let any black person in? So that's the thing about safety, man. Safety to white folks in America mean uh, no brown treating, people. treating black people like shit. We somehow are the ones deemed unsafe, though we ain't never enslaved nobody, ain't took nobody land, and uh, haven't started no wars. Apparently, we the unsafe ones in America. You know? They, maybe they just scared we looking for revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they go buy them fucking guns yeah she suspects the problems have been worse recently because added security guards are less familiar with members of the ohio state ohio house Mm-mm, they're racist baby yeah, yeah they less familiar with just the black ones though <laughs> versus somebody else who probably ain't got no business in there probably walk right past their asses and nobody ain't asking no badge for the first they need a reverse you know how you go to like uh you guys don't remember this unless you're a certain age but like at the local video store when they used to have those they always used to have like a picture don't rent movies to this nigga because yeah, always somebody it's on the wall sorry somebody to just steal movies and shit they need to have a reverse one of those where it's like let this person in oh it's her okay come on in ma'am i'm sorry we just right do we need a list of all the niggers and brown people so you won't be rejecting them y'all look alike to me and i just got confused i'm so sorry about this one uh it's just a, i just need a picture of just profile and it would be people. like a wall someone would have like a wall full of, of pictures you know how you have like yeah. missing persons that's the fuck we would like it wouldn't be missing person but like don't serve to these people we actually have like my phone opens up every time i look at it it goes oh that's rod just put one of those phones at the date and uh save yourself some time white people that can't recognize black people come on uh anyway zero to a hundred a hundred yeah it's a hundred um you would walk through and they would still tell you that the, the oh, wait. shit fucked up you know what i'm gonna give it a 75 i'm gonna give it a 75 i've been doing that a lot lately i've been just throwing hundreds out because i'll be annoyed I'm gonna get us a 75 on the off chance that they not racist and they just can't tell black people apart and they just don't know how to help themselves okay you know I would I would I would say that I would you know oh no fuck that it's racist not to be able to tell people of a certain race apart and I feel you black people that are saying that but I have the same fucking problem with white women so i actually live this life i have this disability or whatever it's called and y'all can't relate to it because y'all can tell Kristen dunce from fucking like uh gwyneth paltrow and i can't so it's easy for you to say that it's racism but it's a 20 you know i give them that 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 one slight chance that they just have some and, facial black blindness and you know what i i 
i too have this problem so i'm gonna drop it down to 75 no you don't have to do like me i'm, uh, well, I'm well, just doing well, it for myself well, mine is still 100 then but i do have this problem they have like a phone commercial with a boy k-pop band and it's like eight of them and oh, all God. of them look the why, fucking same why are you doing this why would you do that why? they look the same why jesus <laughs> <laughs> so I i'm do. moving on i'm moving on white man please guilty I to my white man please guilty to enslaving mentally disabled black worker huh i'm so sorry our asian listeners okay i'm super sorry i told you she was racist but they okay mm. they do they doubt commercial no owl, they don't they, they don't the same. they don't look the same guys it's this it's distinctly <laughs> seven different motherfuckers i watched the same commercial guys okay there's a difference between now see what i said was i get these white women confused i know they're not the same they just look the same to me oh i know they're you know the you said they all look the same beyonce wouldn't be cool with this give her give me the sweater back no what's going on you gonna ruin our brand this is how people get canceled just like this Why does that <laughs> cancel karen gonna be tw- trending tomorrow because you guys say something racist about asian y'all people. know nobody gets canceled i'll be back white man please black guilty. woman at tip i'll be back white man please guilty to enslaving mm-hmm. mentally disabled black worker i'll put out a pr press and y'all gonna love me again moving on <laughs> a white man pleads guilty to enslaving mentally disabled black worker this motherfucker had a slave y'all <laughs> a white south carolina restaurant manager oh he managed a rest has pleaded guilty to abusing and enslaving a mentally challenged black employee how did no one else notice bobby paul edwards of conway pleaded guilty monday to one count of forced labor according to acting assist first of all forced labor is a it's not just called slavery That's right. one count of slavery uh, illegal slavery according to acting assistant attorney general john gore of the u.s De- justice department civil rights division um and south carolina u.s attorney sherry a linden uh, between 2009 and 2014 but slavery's what? over guys prosecutors said that he admitted to using violence threats isolation and intimidation to compel a man with an intellectual disability to work more than 100 hours a week without pay what authorities have said that edwards used force and threats to force john christopher smith to work as a j and j cafeteria cook from 2009 2000 until 2014 how people were just coming in like man that guy's always here didn't he think twice about it when do you get off uh court documents describe beatings with a belt <gasps> choking slapping punching with a closed fist and burning with tongs used in hot grease you sadistic what? motherfucker what a sadistic inhumane motherfucker uh smith has been diagnosed with delayed cognitive development resulting in an intellectual functioning uh significantly below average in a lawsuit against edwards and the restaurant owner who was edwards brother smith said he wasn't paid or given time off of, or benefits the, how does the brother not know he should go to jail too the suit also accused edwards of repeated abuse saying he hit smith with objects including a frying pan and forced him to work so to the point that the man was so weak he had to be carried home uh records show edwards was later dismissed from the lawsuit how edwards faced up to 20 years in prison and $250,000 in fines when he sentenced later as well as a mandatory restitution to Smith his attorney didn't respond to an email seeking comment on the case uh, only only 20 years in prison for that uh, 100 mm-hmm. by the way mm-hmm. 100 yeah that's why I said I gotta stop giving them all 100 cause shit like that that's 100 for real 
um uh all right let's move on let's move on let me see what else we got here let's do some um let's do some trash we haven't done the trash in a minute um oh i gotta scroll up to that sound effect and i gotta remember to turn it down mm-hmm. i need to re-record this at a lower volume but i've been lazy i'll get to it soon uh but yeah trash taking out the trash is the same when we talk about uh you know all the trash ass behavior going on um you know like sexually and shit and in the industry of hollywood music entertainment all these places me too movement all that stuff and we uh take out the trash two questions take over bill clinton's book tour hmm. yeah so bill clinton has a book coming out where him and some dude wrote a new fiction thriller mm-hmm. he didn't think this was gonna happen apparently not karen apparently not on sunday cbs morning sunday morning um he was asked uh about the new york senator Kristen gillibrand's comment last year that he should have resigned over the monica Lewinsky scandal clinton told cbs that he disagreed and that gillibrand i think it's gillibrand maybe it's gillibrand was living in a different context and made the comment for different reasons basically trying to say it's political like she just politically targeted me which i mean it's the same excuse like r kelly gives you know what i mean uh yeah i think it is gillibrand gillibrand uh anyway on monday morning nbc news craig melvin uh question clinton relentlessly over whether he owed monica whiskey a personal apology for his involvement with the then white house intern this part always feels weird to me because i don't know that i i feel like that's a question you could just as easily ask of monica Lewinsky if she wants that rather than to kind of try to make him publicly publicly you really want him to publicly personally apologize to her if you know what i'm saying you want him to like be like oh i did privately apologize or i will go and privately call her and apologize for for what i did to her and all this shit and i know how a lot of people are thinking they're like well it was a 22 year old girl that uh is an adult she's an intern yes he's a powerful man but she chose to suck that dick guys this isn't the same as you know like r kelly or something like that and i understand that but here's the thing there's the power dynamics of it right this nigga is the president um but besides just the power dynamics of it which you know i understand are kind of murky he then just tried to destroy her Mm -hmm. you know him and his wife kind of participated in the destruction of this woman's uh like life life through yeah through you know i mean these are very powerful people to then turn against you you know what i mean because it wasn't that he said well we had an affair it was consensual and then she turned around and said no he raped me that wasn't what happened uh and we've played those voicemails on here she sounded like she i don't know she was dumb enough to think she was in love with this nigga mm-hmm. um which you know is a common thing of young people fucking with old people she like 22 yeah old people been there before they know what to say but um they didn't have to turn around you know he lied said we didn't have uh 
sex i did not have sexual relations with that woman so you had that shit which was a clear lie um and you had a lot of people that you know linda tripp like that were elder to her they were kind of using her uh for their own like purposes right his to get his dick sucked and to humidify his uh fucking cigars or some shit and uh linda tripp to try to sell the story to the news she recorded the conversations they had um and then to turn around and have like a very powerful figures in our government turn around and try to destroy your entire reputation as some sort of lying manipulative uh woman that's just trying to destroy the president for no fucking reason uh while there's dna on your dress which it is nasty to keep that dress but still that is proof that he did the shit um like semen don't just get on everybody's dress by accident no it don't and i think it just happened at a time where our country wasn't as um prepared to talk about it because uh there was no me too movement back then no, it wasn't. um the idea of um it was so polarizing with bill clinton as president because republicans were trying to find any and every way to discredit him and to take him down and blah 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 mm-hmm. um but bill clinton also was a serial he was accused of being a serial uh assaulter and harasser of women mm-hmm. being sexually inappropriate all the way up to rape so this is not some dude that is um it's just for the quote unquote greater good a lot of people wanted to promote him as oh this feminist president that really gets it he really he's really a good ally and all this shit and you know if you do bring up that stuff it's like oh he's just a dirty dog he's a dirty dog just getting around getting into these girls you know how it is and yeah i remember um cbs had interviewed uh a couple of the women on 60 minutes and it's like yeah if that shit would have happened in 2018 2016 ride them he would have been done like he would have had to resign like these women were like yo this motherfucker put his dick on me and you know shit like try to put my hand on his penis and all this type of shit that we you know in the 90s people were like oh what's he not supposed to get no pussy just because he's president look at his wife you know shit like that those that you can just mock and make jokes about nah that shit don't fly now and so times have changed and now he's dealing with a reckoning that he probably never foresaw even having to deal with so so far so much so that he wasn't even prepared he wasn't he would put a book out in 2018 and not be prepared for and not address it up front nothing nothing not even prepared for it to come up that nope nobody on his team nobody on his marketing team was like hey before you do this you need to address this and say you know we say hey i've commented on that revert back to my uh, uh, a tweet or something like you say he just walked out there like he was just gonna swag his way through shit and people's like no we got these questions dog i mean the amount of hubris you have to have to think you could pull that off or that people are just gonna be polite enough not to ask you you're not a sitting president at this point um the campaign is over so the people that were being kind out of like some type of like well look your wife is the one running not you so we just like we understand you're a piece of shit but ain't really no point in talking to you about it like um that shit is wild like that he thought that that would continue while putting a fictional book out like not this even that nothing to do with politics trip really it's wild that he thought that that he could do this like i don't know how the fuck he gonna continue legs of the book tour 
uh and expect not because now that you have answered the questions badly and mm-hmm. being contentious and being like it's about political motivation the questions now are going to keep coming yes they are so um yeah um he uh, appeared flustered angry and unprepared for the line of questioning the uncommon occurrence in the highly scripted world of book promotions publicists for high profile clients and networks typically negotiate about what will be discussed two people familiar with the matter said that clinton wasn't unprepared for the topic but was angry with melvin's style of driving at the issue that clinton believes was sufficiently litigated his style i didn't think you were gonna keep asking i mean i'm not guilty okay that's the end of it it's like george zimmer going around like i can't believe y'all keep asking me about this this killing this dude like yeah we we think you did it that's the thing like it don't disappear yeah you might not have been found guilty in a court of law but we think you did it and we know you lied about that girl sucking your dick so come on and like i said it's a failure on the people that he's paying that nobody prepared him for this yeah um so he hasn't been a public figure since the 2016 election where they basically had to hide his ass because he was also the one that was mad when people brought up his criminal um his criminal reform shit that turned up incarcerating more people black and brown people specifically and he out of defensiveness mm-hmm. got mad at the people asking the questions like oh y'all want these savages out here with you you know basically like y'all y'all didn't want y'all crackheads out here on the streets back when i was in office it's like yeah well that's the exact wrong thing to say right it don't even matter if it's true at this point it just is a it's a non-starter for your wife's campaign and it's just bringing and like she's already trying to to like get out of the muck of having you as her husband Mm -hmm. this is not helping you know so yeah man it's just some wild shit bro he and i i really think this me there's nobody more powerful than this me too movement as far as being asked questions now i'm not saying it can bring everybody down it won't Mm -mm. it can't even bring trump down uh and ultimately that's the ultimate male privilege right you can just go i don't care you know like because see that's the thing a lot of the people that have stepped down have been willingly stepping down it's been al franken it's been it's been people that just felt like all right i don't want to go to trial for this shit it's getting too much i'll i'll tell you what ladies uh, i will make a deal with you i will just go live and be rich in my house mm-hmm. and, and leave y'all alone I, okay i will just stop grabbing pussies and go live on my ranch and y'all just do what the fuck y'all want i'm gonna be mad about it and i'm act like i'm the victim but y'all win and that has been a quote-unquote win in the in me too era right not incarcerration not um mm, no people don't get jail time over this yeah not trials not convictions not uh fines not sanctions it's been mm. a lot of just like shaming mm. which can work but it's sad that that's all a victory is and and bill clinton is basically gonna in my guess thug it out and be like i ain't got no thing i ain't got no shame no shame in my game uh george takai accuser admits he wasn't sexually assaulted after all this is an interesting because interesting one because i remember we covered this last year on the show i was like kind of with all this me too accusation shit everybody kind of has one where if a person accuses you of something as your word versus theirs everyone seems to kind of operate on some maybe it's not true maybe it is but normally that one person speaks up and then a bunch of people speak up and that's how you know like oh this nigga did it five women seven women seven people you know eight men yeah a lot of people uh are victims yes yeah we haven't really seen a person quote unquote brought down over one person yet 
not saying it shouldn't happen or whatever i just haven't seen it um it seemed like the unspoken rule of this shit well last year he was accused of sexually assaulting a man in 1981 now the accuser is saying uh that what happened wasn't quite sexual assault and experts doubt key parts of his story Mm. uh in an interview with the hollywood reporter in november former model scott brunton uh said that after he met takai at a gay bar in la he went back to the actor's apartment to talk his friends brunton and takai said takai served him two drinks he felt dizzy after drinking and he passed out later woke up to takai taking off his pants and groping his crotch no i don't want to do this he said he then drove home despite takai protesting that he was too drunk to drive while he didn't explicitly say that he was drugged in an interview with the hollywood reporter um several days later he told um the oregonian that he was drugged okay um i know unequivocally he spiked my drink it takes a lot more than two drinks to put me out he said to kind of not even knowing him shane snow at the observer interview brunton extensively talked to brunton's acquaintances got answers from experts as part of the month-long investigations first he talked to two toxicologists about the drug and both of them ruled out a spike drink the most likely cause of his dizziness is not drug related said lewis nelson the director of the medical toxicology at rutgers new jersey medical school it sounds like postural hypotension the dizzy feeling from standing up too quickly exacerbated by alcohol uh both doctors said there weren't drugs at the time that would temporarily render someone dizzy and then be able to drive home minutes later the known date rub rape drugs like rohypnol quaaludes and ghb incapacitate people for much longer so basically like if he would have taken and uh one of those drugs he, he would not have been able to get up and leave and drive home mm. okay Brunton himself said he didn't think that he was drugged for decades not until he heard about bill cosby using quaaludes to rape women i thought i was just i was drunk i didn't even start thinking that until years later when they started talking about date rape drugs and then kazi and all uh then snow looked into brunton's accusation that he was groped without his consent brunton was interviewed several times in november he told different stories to different media outlets and some he was groped and uh, groped and others he wasn't it turns out brunton himself says he doesn't remember being groped ask him to clarify the issue did he touch your genitals you know uh probably he replied after some hesitation he was clearly on his way to 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 going somewhere he we shared a pause so you don't remember him touching your genitals brunton confessed that he did not remember any touching what he does remember is takai taking off his pants while he was drunk snow talked with the gay historian edward garen who said that this was actually fairly common in the la gay scene in the early 80s takai could have taken brunson's presence in his apartment and signed he wanted to have sex especially in the era when gay men avoided talking about their sexuality in public or even in private uh courtship rituals usually involve brief introductions followed by going to one person's residence with the guest leaving after sex there's nothing to prosecute here former senior deputy district attorney ambrosio rodriguez told snow he said he was taking off someone's pants is making a move and making a move is a crime if the investigator the instigator backs off when told no people get drunk on dates and take off each other's pants all the time making a move itself is not a crime but just because what happened wasn't legally actionable rape doesn't mean that there wasn't an aggression or just creepy brunton said he shared the story with several people immediately after it happened snow tracked down a few of them and found that he did not actually talk about sexual assault with these people i know that he had met george Takai, but that's about all said one of the friends brunton said he confided in brunton's fiance at the time said that she remembered hearing about Takai, but didn't hear anything about an assault hmm in an interview with snow brunton said the incident was not painful and it wasn't an attack just an unwanted situation it's just a very odd event he felt betrayed because he thought takai wanted to be his friend and then takai hit on him he was 20 years older than me and short and i wasn't attracted to asian men yeah that's a little 
uh if anything he sounded more offended that the cop thought he had a chance with him i was a hot surfer california boy type that he probably could have only gotten had he bought paid or found someone just willing to ride on his coattails of fame damn that's a that's some shade a little racist uh <laughs> ryan says he still wants an apology too uh i just want him to apologize for taking advantage of our friendship to guy did not take part in snow's investigation the star trek actor was made fun of on saturday night live and by donald trump on twitter but he has not faced professional repercussions this has been the worst thing to happen to george since the internment camps a personal friend of takai said shit no one else has come forward with accusations about him brenton said he has also received negative comments on facebook since coming forward so i don't know man there you have it that's as much as i know about it um but that's that's wild um especially that part about the him being asian like what does that have to do with anything um i guess i don't know man we'll see yeah, um, we'll see because if it's more to the story it's probably it, it's eventually will come out yep speaking of more trash scarlett johansson dines with woody allen because nobody gets canceled nobody scar joe out here um no people need to get a hold of her she stood by the wood man and caught flack for it in 2014 when she when the director's daughter dylan came claimed in the open letter that he had molested her on friday night at Com prima on madison avenue she had dinner with the auteur who directed her in scoop match point and vicky christina barcelona also at the italian eatery were the sopranos director uh creator david chase and quarter to three singer gary u.s bonds mm, that's some wild shit um jason bateman uh so they have arrested development like season something on on uh yeah we've been stopped watching that years ago i remember i used to love that show oh that show was so good when it started mm-hmm. uh i didn't watch it when they brought it back yeah, on oh, uh, netflix me either i heard mixed reviews i'm, I'm not knocking it I, I haven't watched it to say it's bad or not and i'm not boycotting it. i just, mm-hmm. I just literally haven't wasn't watched interested, it right i have been watching love though on netflix and guys i like it i okay. like it a lot um so uh anyway um the jason bateman was there was a new york times interview where um they were interviewing the cast and one of the people on their cast is the same during an interview with the new york times the cast of arrested development i'm sorry it's the same dude from um transparent what is the name of that dude yeah i don't remember you know what i'm talking about he's like one of the main characters yeah right he plays like the father and shit Mm -hmm. on the show um and so that dude jeffrey tambor that's his name he's been uh accused of all sorts of harassment and stuff and basically got kicked off of transparent Mm -hmm. but netflix who has been other pretty arg uh uh, pretty uh stringent in making sure that people that are accused of certain shit can't work there you know they were the people that got rid of kevin bacon i mean kevin bacon kevin spacey Mm -hmm. um they were uh the people that um got rid of max landis um they got rid of that dude from the ranch whatever his name was Mm -hmm. but they had this guy come back and you know play the role um for this season of arrested development jeffrey tambor apparently was was fine um as far as they were concerned well there was an interview with the new york times and um 
they were asking jessica walter who is a co you know co-star of the of the series about um now which character she plays she plays um, a younger person i don't know let me let me google it for you real quick um before i fuck this up and say the wrong oh, character the mom. okay so she yeah so she plays his wife okay yeah okay okay mm-hmm. um so she uh they were asking her the conversation turned out to allegations against tambor uh tambor who uh a visibly distressed jessica walter admitted had harassed her verbally while on set of the tv series which is preparing to return with his latest season on netflix this month in almost 60 years of work and i've never had anyone yell at me like that on the set and it's hard to deal with but i'm over it now walter said when talk turned to what tambor had previously referred to as a blow-up bateman defended tambor um during the discussion saying it was part of his process but walter disagreed tony held similar similarly to bateman noted that we all have our moments to which walter responded not like that that was bad since the interview bateman has come under fire for appearing to minimize or to minimize and justify timber's past behavior in front of his crying co-star saying that it was common to work with difficult people and that he had zero complaints yeah so she was literally like to tears in this interview and he was just kind of talking over her trying to mansplain it again not to belittle or excuse her or anything but in the entertainment industry it's incredibly common to have people who are in quotes difficult bateman had added and when you're in a privileged position to hire people or have an influence in who gets hired to you make phone calls and you say hey so i heard x about person y and tell me about that and what you learn is context and you learn about character and you learn about work habits work ethics and you start to understand because very amorphous process this sort of shit that we do you know making up making up fake life is a weird thing and it's a breeding ground for atypical behavior and certain people have certain processes Aaliyah Shawcat, who also co-starred with Tambor and Transparent, who had already publicly supported the voices of the victims, responded to her co-stars by saying, but that doesn't mean it's acceptable, and the point is that things are changing and people need to respect each other differently. Tambor was fired from the Amazon series earlier this year at this former assistant Van Barnes, a co-star Trace Lissette accused him of sexual harassment and assault. In a series of tweets since Thursday, Bateman apologized for his actions, saying he was deeply sorry to have completely underestimated the feelings of Walter and that he was incredibly embarrassed. I sounded like I'm condoning yelling at work. I do not. I sound like I'm excusing Jeffrey. I do not. It sounds like I'm insensitive to Jessica. I am not. He said in part, he continued, this is a big learning moment for me. I shouldn't have tried so hard to mansplain or fix a fight or make everything okay he also said there's never any excuse for abuse in any form from any gender and the victim's voice needs to be heard and respected period i mean after you just did the opposite but okay right hell also took to twitter to apologize for his part saying that he reached out personally to walter arrest development is one of my families regardless of my intentions it's clear to my words both said and unsaid sir to minimize jessica's pain and for that i am extremely sorry um i mean i guess it's good they apologize and shit but i mean not now no one's gonna you know how it is with apologies on social media once you fuck up nobody's gonna accept it anyway um and how can you know if they really sorry or not you know it's a lot of i statements in that apology which if you're gonna own the apology you are gonna end up saying i a lot but it's almost like bateman was on some like i will learn from my mistakes that i have done here that meant somebody got a hold of you but like don't fuck up your money yeah well also like um 
he clearly thought that shit was okay in the interview you got to think yes, about it he did. you have to think about the process of the interview it's not like they interview for the for this the new york times and then it's up the next day like nah he waited till he got the online backlash and was like oh shit i'm sorry everybody who knows how long it was between that interview that promotional interview and when it went up and then the online backlash correct and thank goodness that writer left that shit in because sometimes they clean shit up to like help you out you know what i'm saying like oh nah now see uh let me just take that part out nah they left him like Mm-mm, nah you said that shit homeboy uh let me go to the next section before we get cut off be right back um but yeah he said that shit yes he did so he can't even try to play the like nah it's a you know i made a mistake like you intentionally said it i don't know maybe you learned that fast why that shit was stupid to say Only but you did say it tell. yes you mansplained yeah and it's real easy for somebody to say that when a lot of times white males aren't the victim of a lot of this shit and honestly it's a position of privilege because you don't want to disown jeffrey tambor because you like him correct you like him so you don't want to be in a position where you have to turn around and say uh i like this dude can y'all please like him let me continue to like him which is selfish uh but yeah he he tweeted out based on listening to the new york Times interview and hearing people's thoughts online i realized that i was wrong here sound like i'm contoning da, 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 and i'm not all that shit i already read he says also um i was so eager to let jeffrey know that he was supporting his attempt to learn grow and apologize okay number one jeffrey tambor did not learn grow and apologize he started off on some like i'm sorry then he lost that he was about to lose that job he's like fuck these bitches this is too sensitive this is what's wrong with y'all it's not me it's y'all fault and i'm I'm out bitch you're like wait dog that how's he learning growing and apologizing anyway he said i was so eager to let jeffrey know that he was supported in his attempt to learn grow and apologize i completely underestimated the feelings of the victim another person i deeply love and she was sitting right there see it's that that instinct to let him know that he's loved like that's what he needs that man is fine he will get other jobs nobody gets canceled he's working there he's working with you he has another job um incredibly embarrassed and deeply sorry to have done that to jessica this is a big learning moment for me blah 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 i should have focused more on what's important part of all it all of it is there's never any excuse for abuse um and then he goes from any gender nigga here we go with the um performative impartiality nobody was saying it's okay when women do it zero people think that if if a woman does something like that that she's immediately called a bitch uh you can't work with her uh don't hire her again she thinks she a diva da 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 women don't even really get to do that kind of shit um very often where like it's not a one-to-one ratio where men go off sometimes sometimes women go off it's the rare woman who really does do some wild like tantrum shit at work but women are very rarely in a position that's so insulated that they can just be like i'm gonna fucking cuss at somebody and expect to show up the next day and nobody say nothing to me right what are you talking about um i didn't say that instead of a bunch of other stuff and and not very well i deeply sincerely apologize all right whatever man oh jason bateman why people you didn't see this is the other thing that's scary you didn't even do shit like by all uh accounts you know jason bateman seems to be a quote-unquote good guy like people like working with him he, you don't hear bad shit in the news about him nobody accuses him of harassment and uh, he doesn't have tantrums on set 
but it's that type of enabling because of the fucking common uh, the common ground of gender that you share with this white man and race that makes you want to excuse him because you need him to know that hey i'm still part of the coalition and that false coalition is always going to tear shit down that's why we can't have progress in so many areas because that false coalition of well i can't let this white person know that their racism was unacceptable and let people roast them so what i'm gonna say is listen i know tom brady he doesn't have a racist bone in his body okay i hang out down his house he's never said anything bad and for y'all to take one video of him saying i hate niggers and i'm going nigger hunting and use it this way i just can't agree with it now i'm not silencing the victims i agree with the victims okay their voices should be heard you're like both those things can't exist at the same time come on like but but that can't exist a world where you go he listen i just want him to be allow him to grow by silencing the people that have that he's done shit to then you're not really allowing him shit you're just allowing him to move on in silence (sighs) disgusting man and like i said he's not even the guy who did it so there's so it's, it's, it's absolutely needless it's absolutely unnecessary you could have said nothing nothing nobody you should have sat there let her say her fucking piece if jeffrey Tambor wants to come out and fucking address it or or talk about how he's sorry and he's growing and shit let him say the words out of his mouth because you really don't have to say shit it's fucking disgusting man um morgan freeman got accused of um of inappropriate behavior and harassment i felt like everybody uh had already knew he had some shit with him with like like fucking his step granddaughter or some weird shit like that um you know there's videos that go around of him flirting and stuff like that um which we i i've seen before Mm -hmm. i I don't know if we played on this show before being just creepy in interviews yeah like a black woman will come in he's like "Mm, i don't let's go all the way to the top or some shit which is crazy to hear in god's voice but you know we've all heard it (laughs) uh is that how he harassed people he just narrate to him she had an ass that wouldn't quit for days like what who said that <laughs> she bent down to pick up that pencil Mm-mm-mm. and all i saw was thong 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 <laughs> right like who's who is saying this is this a, is that, they playing that movie about them penguins in here right um yeah so um morgan freeman known for his iconic uh voice blah 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 anyway in a detailed investigative report uh cnn interviewed 16 people eight of whom Ooh. eight of whom accused the 80 year old actor of what some called harassment what others call inappropriate behavior another eight say they witnessed his misconduct the 16 people together described a pattern of inappropriate behavior by freeman on the set uh, which promoted while promoting his movies and at his production company revelations entertainment of those 16 seven people described an environment at revelations entertainment that included allegations of harassment or inappropriate behavior by freeman there with one incident allegedly witnessed by Lori mccreary uh his co-founder in the enterprise and another in which he was she was the target of demeaning comments by freeman in a public setting one of these uh one of those seven people alleged that mccreary made a discriminatory remark regarding a female candidate for a job at the producers guild of america where mccreary is co-president four people who worked in the production capacities on movie sets with freeman over the last 10 years described him as repeatedly behaving in ways that made women feel uncomfortable at work two including the production assistant on going in style whose skirt he allegedly attempted to lift 
whoa that's a lot said freeman subjected them to unwanted touching yeah yeah come on that's pretty that's like end of wendy's handbook that's you know what i'm saying like some of these shits people always try to like make it seem like like because men i mean how it really does say how trash we are when you're like look it's not like he raped her like the baseline of like well i guess if it's not rape we can't talk about it but um to be honest like these things are like the basics of sexual harassment courses at like minimum wage jobs like you cannot lift up your coworker's skirt or inappropriately touch her at work like that's not some controversial shit to say and as a man that storied um who has been 50 for most of his life um uh, i don't know how he wouldn't know that uh three said he made public comments about women's clothes in the body but each of them said they didn't report freeman's behavior with most saying it's because they feared for their jobs instead some of the women both on movie sets and that revelation said they came up with ways to combat their alleged harassment on their own by changing the way they dress uh when they knew he would be around which is still fucked up you know and i and i just for guys out there that think it's not that big a deal i would just throw this most of y'all are black men if y'all was at work and someone started commenting on your body specifically about your blackness or something or or doing slight racial racial fucked up shit towards you 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 would notice it and you wouldn't like you might not report to hr because you are black and you don't want to have no problems but you would notice it you would change up certain things you know you wouldn't want to deal with that shit you know it's just it's, it's it's just a fucked up thing i don't think that i think what happens is people try to turn the me too movement into everybody that's brought up is somehow being drawn and quartered and that's not what's happening correct people are basically saying hey morgan freeman you might not be harvey weinstein but cut this shit out right you know from what i'm seeing people aren't even calling for his job they're not calling for him to shut this production company down Mm -hmm. they're not uh trying to take him to trial many of these people didn't even go to human resources they know that there's levels to this shit and it always happens like this with the when people are afraid of a movement kind of like how people are afraid of a racial progress where they're like god just because uh somebody said they like uh i don't know because somebody said that uh they uh mark like i'll give you a good example tom brady's make america great again hat is not treated the same as say riley cooper call saying i'll fight every nigger in here Mm -mm. because we as black people are intelligent and we know there's a fucking difference now i'm not saying we like either one of them but we also know that one of these motherfuckers is an overt call you a nigger in your face racist and the other one is a covert put a hat to say trump trump is my friend but i would never say that shit type of racist in my mind there's a difference like if there's levels to this shit riley cooper might be an eight tom brady might be a four still on a racist scale though still on it dog and i look at that's how i look at this shit with morgan freeman i think a lot of women look at it this way it's like morgan freeman's the creepy old dude at our job cut it out creepy man stop stop creeping on us that's all you know and and honestly he's at work so even if there was women who like this who are like oh morgan you're so crazy always talking about my legs oh he he like some women like that shit right you're still at work you don't get to gamble on if they like it or not Mm-mm. you don't get to risk it you're at work unfortunately for you you don't get to that's not the kind of job that you have well, you get to be like, well, if 50% of the women like it, I can say all the women got fat asses in here. And then, uh, you know, if they like it, they, you know, if they don't like it, I guess they'll tell me or I'll fire them. You know what I mean? 
because they're scared for their jobs and shit too and they just want to go to work these women might have husbands wives whatever the fuck you know you don't know them they might not even be interested in men or whatever they might not want to do whatever the fuck you are mm-hmm. you know doing yeah so during one incident he kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if i was wearing underwear he never actually succeeded in lifting her skirt but he would touch it and try to lift it uh she would move away and he try again alan arkin made a comment telling him to stop morgan got freaked out and didn't know what to say that which is isn't that funny she was already telling him to stop a man happened to notice and go hey man what the fuck are you doing and then he's like oh i don't know who got scared there because he didn't respect her word right there's another case in which he allegedly sexually harassed a senior member of the production staff as well as her female assistant he did comment on our bodies he knew that if he was coming we knew if he was coming by not to wear any top that would show our breasts not to wear anything that would show our bottoms meaning not wearing clothes that were fitted cnn also commented out reached out to several people who work um for or with him some naturally praised the renowned actor say that they never saw anything untoward others however knew exactly what the network was talking about several other times during this investigation when a cnn reporter contacted a person who worked with freeman to try to ask them if they had seen or been subjected to inappropriate behavior by an actor they had by an actor they work with not initially even naming the actor they were asked about the person would immediately tell them they knew exactly what the reporter had in mind morgan freeman some of them uh some of those people were sources for their this investigation while others declined to comment further or did not want to say uh want their name using the story or what they said using the story um the network also noted that allegations against freeman did not just spring from this company or on this movie sets three entertainment reporters also accused him of making inappropriate comments during publicity events for his films one was cnn reporter chloe mellis who is the co-author of the article exposing the allegations against freeman mellis was six months pregnant at the time he allegedly made an inappropriate comment to her uh he allegedly shook her hand and looked up and down before saying that once some variation saying more than once some variation of i wish i was there and you are ripe i get i wish i was like what in in your stomach yeah i wish i could have like what a baby is right wish i could have got you pregnant okay that that's that was what is what is that you are ripe kind of ripe for the picking yeah uh right i guess ripe like about to have that baby yes like right okay anyway um so uh he also did release a comment let me get his side of the shit anyone who know anyone who knows me or has worked with me knows i am not someone who would intentionally offend or normally make anyone feel uneasy i apologize to anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected that was never my intent the statement read so um yeah like i said i don't i this seems more like a cut that shit out than a we gonna get him up out of here he need to lose his jobs thing but i mean cut that shit out this isn't it that easy just don't do it it can't it can't possibly be that hard to go to work and be like i'm not gonna try to lift up a skirt or grab somebody's ass or tell some woman i wish i was in your uterus with the with the baby like it can't be that difficult dog right um all right guys uh let's move on um what what, what was looking like on time Ooh, hour and a half hour and a half uh you know what let's go ahead and do um a little bit of guest race and we'll get out of here guys all right now that it's time for some guest race 
that's right it's guest stories time now that it's time for some guest stories that's right it's guest stories time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and uh the chat room plays along and they're all racist all right let's see what you racists have to say uh a man involved in a fatal hit and run was arrested after giving an exclusive interview to the news Oh shit! Mhm, mhm. It's more than a business; it's a relationship. Okay. Oh shit! It's a relationship. All I right. didn't know. I skipped the ad. Sorry. Let's try this again. And killed in a crosswalk on. Oh, great! It's loading. Oh, now stop! What the fuck? Let me try play again. I'm sorry, everybody. It's working before. Uh, oh, and then the ad wants to come back up. Of course oh fucking course <laughs> alright I'm gonna skip the ad or turn the sound off the blackout is live slash 2018 <laughs> come on down uh, celebrate with us in Charlotte Blumenthal Theater for Performing Arts in his 80s was hit and killed in a crosswalk on Commonwealth Avenue and now today the man accused of causing that accident and leaving the scene will face charges in court that suspect was taken into custody just minutes after Boston 25 aired an exclusive interview in which he confessed to the crime Boston oh. 25 news reporter Michael Henrik live in Alston uh, where this deadly crash happened Michael Right in the crosswalk behind me here on Commonwealth Avenue at the intersection of Griggs Street, Sarah. And sources say the 23-year-old driver initially spoke with police and got released because of his limited statements during questioning. And then officers arrested him after his exclusive interview aired on Boston 25 News at 10. Right now, I'm not worried about nothing, man. Like I said, I'm not a stone cold killer. I didn't do nothing on purpose. People hit and run people all the time. No apologies what? from Potion Fitz, the 23-year-old man who admitted exclusively to Boston 25 News that he was behind the wheel during a deadly hit-and-run crash Wednesday afternoon. Police say Fitz, seen in a disposable suit after investigators confiscated his clothing, hit a man in his 80s just before 1 p.m as that man walked in the crosswalk on Commonwealth Avenue in Alston. But I was listening, you know what I'm saying, listening to my music, but as I'm driving, I'm driving too quick. So I'm driving too quick to the point where it's like I couldn't really stop, but it was green light. So as the guy was, you know, as the guy was walking, the light is green, I'm driving, and I'm pressing the horn, pressing the horn. Beep, 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 beep. It was either I was going to die and crash into a pole. So when it came down to it, man, accidents happen man police are reviewing wow. surveillance video to check that green light claim witnesses say the scene was awful i heard a loud bang and i immediately looked to the right side and i saw a person in the air they were checking his pulse and checking his vitals and nothing police initially tracked down fitz and his suv by matching a license plate Sources tell Boston 25 News that investigators released Fitz due to his limited statements during questioning, only to arrest him after his interview aired on Boston 25 News at 10. An interview that included no apologies. What happened is what happened, man, and it wasn't intentionally. Accidents happened. All it was was an accident. 
Police have not released the name of the victim in this deadly crash. As for Fitz, he is expected in Brighton District Court today on charges of motor vehicle homicide and leaving the scene of an accident after causing death. Live in Austin, I'm Michael Henrik, Boston 25 News. Okay, Karen, guess the race of Potion Fitz. That's white man. White. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room, see what you guys believe Potion Fitz uh, race is. Um, must be the music. I can't slow down. Must be the music black. <laughs> must be the music. Plan that B. Name, man. Potion Fitz. Yeah. Uh, spell. You want to know how it's spelled or no? Yes. Uh, okay. It's spelled, um, p-h-o-c-i-a-n his last name is fitz f-i-t-t-s potion fitz um all right black ricky bobby black plan b would be to confess in a rap lyric black black god no black 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 with a bad attitude the ghost of paul walker white is stupid a race because it's not a race candace uh he did that shit he guilty as fuck black night rider black is that world star news black black and uh are we live on tv hey mama it's me black karen i said white but you spell that name in fitz oh you got fitz simmons shit fitz simmons is spelled different is f-i-t-z okay i'm gonna go black okay all right well all right is that the one you can stick with yes the correct answer is black you got it correct some of you got one of y'all went white sound like some white shit you just was like is we recording i'm gonna confess to the crime is the red button on yeah um yeah that i mean he just straight up he's like look people here run all the time okay right? i'm like what are you doing right i know his lawyer gonna be like man i don't why are we even meeting just go to jail and get the just plead guilty I can't defend you like what you want me to say like they <laughs> you just confessed to the whole fucking crime man uh that's him is show up in the chat yet not yet oh. probably a little delay oh okay it's showing on my screen you guys see him in the chat can oh, y'all man, maybe i need to refresh i can refresh i don't maybe. see if they're okay yeah they see him okay yeah, let me refresh real quick yeah like i feel bad for the young brother but that nigga going to jail right uh, i'm shaking my head every time he opened his mouth yeah he was like 80 or something but the light was green i was listening to my music i'm like oh um all right let's see what else we got here how about uh this one county time wait country time pledges to pay fines of kids whose lemonade stand gets shut down for operating without a permit around the country kids are getting busted for running lemonade stands entrepreneurship good work habits good old-fashioned fun shut down because of old arcane but very real laws the kids like autumn thomason my lemonade stand got shut down because i didn't have a permit it was unfair she's six it's happening everywhere 
No, seriously, look it up. But this summer, things are going to be different. Because Country Time is introducing Legal Aid. A crack team, ready to straighten out lemonade stand-related permits and fines, making sure no kid is denied their right to a lemonade stand and all the benefits they bestow. If you have a problem with your lemonade stand, the offices of Country Time Legal Aid are ready to take a stand for you. Tastes like justice. So, when life gives you arcane laws, make lemonade. We're here for you! And get your permits and fines paid at CountryTimeLegalAid.com. Guess the race of the children that they're helping out in this. All right. Oh, all these kids is white. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe. Now, you said sweet tea and lemonade stand. I'd be like black. White. The music is misleading, but the ba- uh, this is baseball, but basketball. What? All white, white, white. Ancestors gave out. How about that music like baseball, basketball music? You know how they play the shit in the background? oh okay i see uh ancestors gave out small packs of their lemonade so white 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 lemon zest white so white the correct answer is white they were all white because only white kids get to be entrepreneurs at six that's an adorable um that is a fucking adorable commercial though i mean them pokey i mean they six we just trying to sell some never like what you ain't gonna do is sell lemonade Unless have you seen the video of the homemade. black man calling the police on the little white girls for selling lemonade Mm-mm. <sighs> i bet you that shit's hilarious it's so good because you know how white people always calling the cops on us for every fucking for breathing <laughs> he was cussing at the white kids too uh i don't know how to find it by the way it was on twitter um and calls police lemonade stand maybe i can find it that way but like it was adorable the little white girls was adorable like hey or whatever the fuck and he was like nope he said y'all little niggas got a lemonade stand illegal y'all run a legal operation oh my god shut this shit down i saw it on twitter guys i'm sorry i wish i knew the link to it because i definitely would play it for y'all i'm i'm looking for it uh and i just can't find i i mean it looked like child lemonade stands shut down there's a lot of news on it yeah but uh i think somebody said that tweeted to you yeah tweet it to me if you can man i'll open up my twitter real quick because it he was like y'all little niggas got permit yeah i'm gonna have to call to see (laughs) that's how white people be making what did you call 411 who was you calling (laughs) He was calling the police on a little three one one line. <laughs> oh man, they just trying to make a little change for the summertime. Oh okay, yeah, Kev underscore chillin' said it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, um, did it. Let me see if I can uh, go to the uh, actual uh, copy the link on the uh, post. This shit was so fucking good, y'all. I need y'all to see it with me uh i know this is a huge tangent and it's gonna take a second to load up but i don't give a fuck y'all, <laughs> y'all really have to see this shit oh my god <laughs> he was so cool with it too it was like just like they were being out of door but like you want lemonade it was like just being kids y'all y'all niggas got y'all this one like y'all got no permit out here do you? y'all got a little permit y'all got a permit <laughs> i know it was like a point the fuck is a permit <laughs> uh yeah he put summer is approaching us make sure you do your civil duties and call the police on random white people 
no oh no look after all that they have done to us this year specifically just this year alone it's worth it i mean come on call the police on them Thank you. Hey, 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 real quick, real quick. Y'all them niggas got a permit? What? You heard me, Jimmy. I said y'all them niggas got a permit. Permit? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What? Do you have a permit? What? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> oh, no! I love that's how, hilarious i love how you sipped on the lemonade between I bet that shit was good too <laughs> so y'all little niggas got permit <laughs> i hope that baby's name was jimmy because he just made jimmy up mm-hmm. there you go. Thank you. hey 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 real quick real quick y'all little niggas got a permit <laughs> got close to here you heard me jimmy i said y'all little niggas got a permit permit mm-hmm Do you have a permit? What? I don't know. I'm not. Shutting it down. <laughs> oh, I'm shutting it down. Oh, so good. Okay, how goddamn delicious this is. I'm shutting it down. <laughs> What's your grade? <laughs> that long ass sip, man, it gives me every time. It, it sounds delicious. Like I, I bet you that lemonade was flames. No, he's still shutting it down. Uh, all right uh bonus round that's hilarious (laughs) double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two yay but will she be able to keep it going in the bonus round let's see a upset restaurant employee hires a homeless man and stages robbery to teach the boss a lesson what a disgruntled employee hires a homeless man and staged a robbery to teach her boss a lesson after he repeatedly sent his wife to open a restaurant while he stayed home chan tran 47 worked at gina's restaurant in woodburn oregon where she opened up the eatery with the owner's wife chong lee huang an activity she felt was unfair it was not fair to make chung lee huang work more and possibly dangerous um tran told katu of her motivation behind the plan robbery to get her to get back at her boss for not coming to work as often tran said she hired a homeless man from portland to pretend to rob the restaurant while the two women were in there alone tran had reportedly offered the homeless man identified as Conan day hut 36 a cell phone and cash to pretend the job to rob the restaurant the two allegedly practiced the robbery to make it look as real as possible trans to ktu uh in the practice duhat was supposed to drag the owner's wife to the back of the restaurant place a knife to her throat before tran intervened with money however during the stage robbery the hut tried to enter the restaurant differently which tran attempted to block once the hut forced his way inside tran placed the money on the floor for him which he took and then fled during the fake robbery the hut cut tran on the arm with the knife he was carrying wow they really fucking they were wow police were called to the scene after tran claimed she was robbed at knife point after an investigation officer discovered surveillance footage of tran dropping the hut off behind the restaurant an hour before the robbery 
Trana Dehut were arrested on attempted robbery, unlawful use of a weapon, and menacing charges. Guess the race of the employee, uh, Chan Tran. Asian. DC. Karen's going with Asian. Let's check the chat room <clears throat> and see what these Negroes believe. Um, all right, let's give them a second. You know how they get. Well, you know, they're uh, Asian. Asian. Hurry up and rob, Asian. Oh. Vietnamese asian huh. no i feel sorry for your mother in uh chat room i'm a little disappointed in everyone today uh anyway the correct answer is asian you all got it <laughs> uh, and let me put it in the chat uh and the dude that helped her was white but i didn't want to throw y'all off uh, by making y'all guess both of their white races. <clears throat> uh, shout out to him fucking up the robbery plan even after they practiced though. Right. Trying to come in a different way. Can't depend on white people for shit. He wanted to remix. Mm-hmm. And then cut on the arm. Did they practice that too? Uh, not, probably not. They won't believe it unless you cut me on the arm. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, they had footage dropping the nigga off. <laughs> right oh man alright guys let's go to sword ratchetness um and then we'll wrap up that's right we have some sword ratchetness a um sword waving suspect chases a man down glasgow street two men were seen squaring up uh at each other at a set of traffic lights at in the castle milk area of glasgow last night in the clip filmed by a witness on a mobile phone one of the men pulls out what looks like a huge machete type sword and begins furiously chasing the other man down the street before the police turn up oh when the police arrive, the man with the weapon runs into a wooded area. The swordsman goes to attack the other man. It uh oh wait, that's those are just captions. Uh the chase continued until police arrived on the scene. A helicopter was reportedly deployed to the scene in a bid to find the missing man. Police Scotland spokeswoman said at around eighteen twenty hours on Friday, June first, uh police received a report of a man on Laneshaw Drive, Castle Milk with an offensive weapon uh officers attended and conducted a search of the area uh resulting in a negative response so they didn't even find them oh wow that's some grand theft auto shit there was no reports of injuries or attacks we can confirm the helicopter was used part of the search inquiries are continuing all right guys that's it we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening to the show thank you um until um until uh next time all right we'll talk to y'all later uh, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.